unexpected software delays. Yes, I was not expecting Russia to invade Ukraine, and that was a cause of software delay. Very, uh, very interesting. So I had been warned. One of my buddies is a software developer. He runs a a uh, very solid software solution for internet marketers, and he was like, "Mate, just to let you know." It's going to cost at least two to three times whatever you quoted. Like just to let you know, that's our standard ballpark. And given you've never devved before, you know, just be prepared for a steep learning curve. Now, I had also had some other feedback that there there was this sweet spot. There was a sweet spot for coding that existed in Eastern Europe. And so when I went on Upwork and I put out the jobs, I actually forgot one of the previous lessons that I had learned, which was take the smallest chunk at the first part of the job and give that same job to three or four developers, get them to complete it. You can have a look at their work. You can have a look at how they interact with you. You can have a look at the quality. You can have a look at the price. And you're not quoting the whole thing, but just that first bit. Sure, you will get four examples of the work, but you will identify who's good and who is not. And then from there, continue on for the total rest of the software dev. Now, my team's over there and and we've been, we are, we've been going really well. I've been loving it. Been loving it. It's like, oh, this is really cool to, to, to be working. Uh, so I start my day and then they come online Maybe, uh, maybe five or six hours later. And, uh, this is a little different. I'm used to quite working with the states, which is like a, a day behind or not quite a day behind. They're like, they're ahead, but behind. It's kind of weird. Like when I wake up on a Thursday morning, they're on Wednesday afternoon, but it works well enough. But, uh, what I was not expecting was Russia to invade Ukraine and the internet went down. Now, I had breached this before. I'm like, hey, guys, are you worried at all? And they're like, Tom, relax, relax. It's fine. I'm like, really? You guys sure? Like, that's not what the news is saying. It's like, they, they were like, look, this has been going on a long time. Russia is our friend. Relax. And I'm like, whoa, okay, that's some interesting stuff. And, and it'd been pretty good until today. And they're like, hey, the internet's not working. So I don't know whether somebody blew up the cord that goes into Ukraine. This actually happened close to where I live. Someone someone put like a mower or a brush cutter blade through the fiber optic cable that runs between Brisbane and Sydney. Like that is a pretty big fiber optic cable and they snapped the whole thing. And it took like a day to repair it. I was like, wow, you know, like they probably should have cemented that one. But uh, this obviously in Ukraine, was an unexpected delay. We'll see how it goes. One of the things that I took from this is that in the past, this could have truly been a very devastating event that I, as myself, um, I'm hanging out in Australia. I cannot physically go over there, but all of the work that we have done so far is not on any of their servers. It's all on Figma's servers. And Figma 
I don't know. It's it's not going to be affected by whatever's going on in Ukraine. So let's say it all gets pretty messy. Let's say it ends up like some kind of Syrian situation, which does look absolutely horrific. And it's like, okay, there's no more coding getting done. This will be a problem for a lot of the world because it's not just me using Ukraine to do software development. Like, this is a well-known thing. And so, we are going to have a problem. Now, the work will not be lost because it's stored in the cloud in Figma servers, but once again, we could be looking at this systematic shortage that appears to be going on in so many places in the world. We just went to $2.07, I think, for petrol here in Australia, gas. I'm like, wow, okay. It's getting expensive, getting expensive. And this is because of all the delays. This is all because of all of the shortages, because of all of the the problems. And now we've got a war on top of it. One of the scariest things about understanding systems is how difficult it is to catch up. If you wipe out half of the coders in Ukraine, that delays projects far more than you expect just from a linear response. Prices go up. You have to, t- you have to compete for less resources. This is difficult. And much as it would be lovely if this could happen, it can't really be trained. Like, great coders can't be trained in a week. You're not going to get elite-level guys who go from nothing to one week later. This is the same with many industries. Uh, I saw a thing where a couple of, apparently, some spies out of the States refused to get the vaccine. And, like, they were like, I don't know whether this is true or not. This is a total story. It could be totally, totally ridiculous. But the, the idea was that you can't just train spies. You can't just train scientists. You can't just train doctors. You can't just train many of the skill sets that are required by the, by the modern world in one week or one year. Like, a surgeon... A surgeon takes around 12 years. Like, you got to get through med school, you got to get through your junior doctor years, you got to go through your senior training, and then still on top of that, you've probably got a solid 10 years of working as a consultant fully qualified before you start really hitting optimal production. So that's a 22-year delay. And you're like, well, you know what? We're just going to shut everything down and hope to make it up. I'm like, this isn't going to work. We are going to have some major problems. Now, I hope that I'm wrong. I hope that this is not the case. One of the other interesting things about systems is that in big systems, it takes a long time for the results of changes to work all the way through. This has been a concern. This has been a major concern of mine. Others, yeah, they appear not to be so worried. But I'm like, the challenges that we're seeing in Australia right now, I don't think these are from a week ago. You know, just as it, just say, let's say we wanted to train. I wanted to train 
hundred more surgeons, then I'm going to take 12 years to get them up and running. So we're not going to see, I make the decision today, I bring on a hundred surgeons and in 12 years time, I see that results. Now, this also applies the other way, that when I limit production and jam up everything and stop people working, it doesn't just cause immediate response, whereby the next day everything runs out. It takes a long time. But the bad thing about problems like that is that they tend to start impacting things that are unexpected. We live in a very connected world. Very connected world, and so it is easy for impacts in one area, which you wouldn't expect, to have effects in other areas. We're seeing these bizarre effects where used cars are selling for more than new ones because they're available. We're seeing the price of money go down because the governments keep printing so much, but no one's doing any work. So the money is worth less. It's just worth not as much as it used to be because there's so much more for so much less production. And that leaves me with a funny conclusion. It's like either we were massively overproducing with bizarre ineffectiveness to provide abundance to the entire world, or we got some more difficulties coming. And how are we going to deal with those difficulties? Well, you're going to have to choose your way. I'm going to choose mine. If we have to find radically improved methods of effectiveness, the one place that I can see that is in systems. Most of us do not understand systems. Most of us do not know how to build them how to run them, how to deploy them, how to work them with other people. Some of us do. Some of us do. And some of those people have massive production. Like the performance gains that they get are so insane that it is hard to believe that they're actually doing it. I've been experiencing this in some of my marketing. I'm like, what is taking others who are trained and a solid in business skills, five to six weeks, I'm like, that's about six hours work. If you just do the steps, step, 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 step. Now, there could be some advantages in the six-week model. I get that, that they review them, they come back and gestate. But the overall time frame to go from okay, wow, I've got to read the book and do the work and then do read the book and try and understand what I'm doing. And then I do, oh, I missed a bit and I come back and, oh, actually, I did that work. That work didn't really get me what I want. I've got to do it again. And then I've forgotten what I'm like, how about we just turn the book into the system and run the system? Stop doing all this other work. And the weirdest thing keeps up. I'm like, oh, wow, wow. When I'm seeing the, the systems unfold, I'm like, okay, this actually should also not, let's, let's take your offer, for instance. It shouldn't just be the name of the product. It also should be the definition of the type of product. Is it a, is it a, a six week course? Is it a, a four video recording? Is it a PDF? Is it a whatever the course is? Is it a, a six week live training? 
let's specify that and provide a brief outline because that's going to drop into the webinar or the sales video, but it's also going to provide the backbone for the product development. So why don't we get clear on that and specify? There's only that so many products, you know, there's not an infinite number of product types. There's, there's maybe many variations, a four-week, a five-week, a six-week, an eight-week, whatever. But, you know, you've, you've been in the game long enough. You've seen the types of products that come through. So let's specify those at the time of creating it, and that will speed up. We won't get to product development and go, what did we promise? It'll be defined. And that saves time, and that increases productivity. So this is our solution. And it may not be that everyone has to get it. Like a relatively small peep number of people get systems at a much higher level and their productivity could literally mean that many people don't need to do too much, which brings its own problems. Don't get me wrong. That is not necessarily a good thing. Besides, we've probably got robots and AI coming anyway. It's like, well, what the heck am I here for? And this whole different reality of problems opens up. But right now, as I said, my hope is that we are not heading for the difficulties that perhaps are at risk right now. But if we are, then we need a radically improved productivity paradigm. As I said, I'm putting my money on systems. All right, that's all I got for you tonight. That was a little bit rambly, a little bit ex exploratory from Russia invading Ukraine and the bizarre effects it's having on software developer in Australia. But I hope you got some value from it and I look forward to seeing you on the next episode as we continue this journey into the power of systems to create results. See you then.